Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. Standing here only because you. 
please bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, I thank you so much for letting us come together and learn more about your word despite not being able to come to church. Lord, I thank you for just pulling us through these hard times and I pray that we can all just remember that you are righteous and you are almighty and to just have faith in you during these tough times, Lord. I pray for any families that are struggling right now and I pray that they can just remember and have you in mind when they're struggling. Lord, I pray that we can all just be lights in this dark place for people to give them hope in situations like these, Lord. I pray that I'm very thankful for being able to learn more about your word and to how to be more um, grateful for the things that I have and for just being here today. Lord, I pray for anybody out there who's in a dark place. I pray for the nation and I pray for our healing and I just pray for our future and that we can all just come out of this stronger than we did going into it. Lord, I thank you for just being great to us and I pray that we can all get a lesson out of this situation and I thank you Lord for just keeping us through this. I pray that we can all stay strong and in Jesus name I pray, amen. Here at St. Matthew's we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey 08094. Have a blessed day. 
Good morning, St. Matthews. Do you know what November is? It's Pastor Gordon's pastoral anniversary, and this year we are celebrating 33 years of his dedication and devotion to Jesus Christ and our congregation. We want everyone to let this man of God feel our love and appreciation for him. So we're asking that you would send in your words of love and appreciation as well as your love gift, either via online or by mail. If you're going to send it online, here's how. Go to www.stmatthewsbc.org forward slash giving. Click on pay now under events. If you're going to give by mail, we ask that you send it to St. Matthews Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Please make sure that your check is made out to Pastor Gordon and that you place anniversary gifts in the memo section. Let's celebrate our pastor, a man after God's own heart. May God bless you.
We greet you in that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and we're praising God for who you are, amen, praising God for who he is, praising God for this Lord's day. This is the day the Lord hath made, and we will, hallelujah, rejoice and be glad in it. Thank God for our youth, praise dancers, what, 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 what a display, hallelujah, of godliness. We thank God for them, thank God for all the overseers, thank God for our technical people, elders, ministers, deacons. We just praise God again from whom all blessings flow. And I want to thank God, amen, for his intervention. Let me, let me stop, pause, and park. We just had a big election in our nation, and uh, it's, it's sad, and some of it is glad. But let me go back to this. Without mentioning any names, pay attention to the principles. God is principle-based. Amen. And where there's love and liberation, where there's uh, people trying to lift up other people, God is there. Where there's divisiveness and deceit and anger, God is not there. Always read the principles. It's going to tell you a lot about you, me, and what's going on. God is a principle-based God. God is not mocked. Whatever we get out of this Bible, and I'm sick and tired of these false preachers that's only interested in prosperity, they need to preach truth. The truth will set you free. Can I get a witness? And sometimes the truth bothers me. Sometimes the truth shakes me. But God is a God of truth and transparency. And we thank God. I want you to stay safe, spaced, pay attention to the leadership of uh the medical fields that this pandemic has spiked, and we need to be very, very careful, amen, as we live day by day. Truly, God is an awesome God. And then be, remain steadfast and unmovable in your trust in Jesus. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding. And then we pray, and we continue to pray for you to be faithful in your giving, Amen. Online and then the P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. This morning, I want to encourage your heart from the subject, God's hedges against hell. God's hedges, listen to pastor, against hell. And we have three scriptures we're going to go to. The first one is Psalm 91. We've been there before. Psalm Amen. Of those who abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There's some protective devices. When you choose, the word abide means to stay close. When you choose to stay close to God and let God stay close to you, then there are some protective devices. God's covenantal Love for his people is the promise to protect, provide, promote, 
prevent, and preempt. God, God has sanctioned a protocol, if you will, to the people of God. Isaiah 54 says, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And, and so as we begin to look at this great psalm that God uh, hedges, listen, his people in. He hedges a man against hell. He, he protects, he provides, he promotes, he prevents, he preempts, he pardons our sins. Amen. And when we please him, he provides more, more, more goodness, more grace. Amen. More guarding of our lives. And, 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 and so as we begin to look at this, uh, this Psalm 91, it's interesting that in the Old Testament book of Job, Job was a patriarch who lived around the time of Abraham. We, we know that because his riches were measured by his livestock, not money. And, and, and the Bible says that one day the sons of God, chapter 1, came to present themselves before the Lord. Amen. Sons of God are angels in the Old Testament and saints in the New Testament. Amen. And they became to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And God asked Satan, where are you going? He said, to and fro, roaring lion, First Peter 5, 8. I'm going to and fro in the earth looking to see whom I might devour as a lion, a roaring lion. And God said, have you considered, listen, my servant Job? He's, he's godly. He has character, commitment. And communion with Almighty God. And Satan's reply to God was, well, you got the hedge around him. Move the hedge, and I'll make him curse you to your face. And and God, God allowed Satan, amen, he took down some of the hedge and allowed Satan to come at him, but he could not have his life. You, you know the story. And Job, after Job lost ten children all at once, after Job lost all of his riches all of his livestock, and was stricken with an incurable disease. Uh, Job said, his wife said, you need to curse God and die. He said, woman, you're foolish. The Lord giveth, listen to me, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And Job worshiped God in the midst of his weakness. Interesting that as we look at this matter of hedging us in, in the, in the Septuagint, the Old Testament Greek, the Greek word for hedge has to do with being fenced in. God fences us in. For, for, for ragamos is the Greek word. He fences us in. Amen. And he protects us. That, that is, in the Old Testament, his goodness, his guard. And in the New Testament, his grace. All of these things are hedging uh, products of Almighty God. And, and, and one of the things that we're going to do this, this morning 
is give you some of the promises of Almighty God. I'm, I'm sitting back thanking God from whom all blessings flow. I'm thanking God as I look back in my past, how God hedged me in, how he fenced me in from all hurt, harm, danger, from evil, from self-destruction, from my reckless past, I'm preaching. He hedged me in. See, some people don't want to personify their mess. We we don't want to even dare suggest that as we were going wayward, a loving God stepped in. A loving God pulled us out. A loving God pulled us up. Can I get a witness? A loving God brought us back. A loving God, amen, restored us, amen, into righteous fellowship. And, and, and it's here that we're going to look at three different verses, and I want you to follow along with me, of God hedging us, his people, amen, in against hell. Hell. That, that is, in here in Psalm 91, we see, listen, God's sovereign protection or hedge, amen, around his people. Now, 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 I've been looking at this thing and, uh, this, this Psalm, uh, describes God's ongoing sovereign protection Amen of his covenantal people. That that is from from listen from from the present into the past. Amen. And this is real time. Please don't miss the qualifier. He says, He that dwelleth, here it is, in the secret place, ha, huh, the place of faith and fellowship, the place of focus, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, El Elyon, God, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That that imagery deals with our security, our safety, and our surety. The psalmist gives us the qualifier that as we dwell in this safe place place of trust, place of transparency, place of transfer, place of truth. God, amen, will perform certain protective devices for the righteous. Yeah. No frets, no fear, no fractures can interfere. And, 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 and what the psalmist is saying, and I want you to see this, He says, verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, hiding place, and my, listen, amen, fortress, protection device, my God in him will I trust. And, and, and the psalmist goes on. I want to kind of summarize this. Summer go, uh, the psalmist goes on to suggest that God will not allow, amen, the uh, snares of the fowler. 
snares are traps. God won't allow you to get trapped, trapped in, because you got a hedge around you. Nor the amen, nor the pestilences, the perilous pestilences, that's locusts and other things that can destroy your crop. He shall, listen, amen, uh, come along and place you under his feathers. And that's what a, a mother hen does with her chicks. When a storm is rising up, she puts the chicks under her feathers as a protective device. All this imagery deals with the sovereign protection of Almighty God. He is our refuge. He is our strength. Amen. You shall not, listen, you shall not, hallelujah, be forsaken in the day of attack. I love that, that the psalmist is creating this picture. Amen. And then in 91.7, it says, listen to this, a thousand might fall at your side, close enough for you to witness it, and 10,000 at your right hand. You see it, you see the effects, you feel the pressure, but it will not come near you. Because of the sovereign protection of Almighty God. None of us are worthy. All have sinned, fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. If God should mark iniquities, who could stand? But God elected and decided to pull us out where others went down. Others went to hell. We're going to heaven. Others are living in frustration. We're living in faith. That faith is not yours. For by grace are ye saved through faith. Amen. And that faith is a gift from God lest any man should boast. Keep perspective on your real-time protections. You're protected today. You were protected yesterday because of the sovereign will of God. We could walk out of car accident. House fires. Ah, duck bullets. Ah, no, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon. When people meant you wrong, when people tried to get at you secretly, when people wanted to come, they couldn't get to you. We see the sovereign protection where God hedged us in, fenced us in from the onslaughts of hell. Now, I, I can't figure out why people have to work up a testimony or use the same old testimony, just ring it out and use it over again. When his mercies are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. When, when I look back, I wonder how I got over. Uh, why me, Lord? Why, why, why me? Why, oh God, did you protect me from my sin, from Satan, listen to this, and myself? Uh, that we're living on borrowed time. We, amen. It was God's sovereign protection when I would do myself harm. 
his sovereign protection as we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. As long as we're near God, he's near us. As long as we confide in God, as long as we commune with God, amen, as long, as long as we're committed to God, as long as we're speaking in communication with God, we are protected. So glad I'm protected. So glad that I can see the sovereign protection of God in real time. Sovereign protection. Hmm. And, and so God hedges us in, fences us in against the onslaughts of hell. Satan has gone to God on your behalf for God to lower the hedge so he can bring hell into your life. You better listen to pastor. This is not some Old Testament story. This is real. May I have permission to attack Ray Gordon. He needs permission. That shows you who's really in control. He needs permission from God to come at you. Satan cannot just arbitrarily come at you. He's got to go and get permission from Jesus Christ before he can even tempt you. Lord, have mercy. I see the sovereign permission. Amen. I see the sovereign protection. I see the sovereign promotion. I see the sovereign provisions uh, of God. Mm, Of God. Why are we still standing? Because of the sovereign protection of God. Mm, My God. Think about it. Too often we want to take credit for where we are in Christ. No credit. None. All of us have fallen short of the glory. We can't pray protection. We can't uh, (laughs) Lord have mercy. We can't just promote our own protection. We got to trust an invisible, all-knowing, all-powerful God. That is, he hedges us in. He fences us in. Hmm. Now, now let me stop pausing part because too often when, when preachers are speaking, teachers are speaking of the word, our minds tend to go to the present tense. Now that we are saved and uh, by the grace of God trying to live right, trying to do right, no, 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 no. Real time, go back. God was sovereignly protecting you when you weren't even saved. 
Jeremiah knew you. I knew you before you came out of your mother's womb. I ordained you. Ah, Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? I knew you before you knew yourself. My sovereign protection guided you through your childhood, through your teenage years, through your young adult years, to your uh, adult years, to your senior years. It was my divine protection. And every once in a while, child of God, we, we just need to praise him for what he's done. Listen to this. In the past. In the past. In the past. I see, I see his, <sighs> sovereign protection. My seven years in the military, times I could have been killed. Sovereign protection. Growing up, running out in the street in front of a car, sovereign protection. Hmm. Riding a bike that just collapsed and I felt sovereign protection. Car accident, sovereign protection. Lord have mercy. Not, not to mention all the mess I put in my body. Sovereign protection. What a God. Let me, let me stop Paul's park and give him some praise. Thank you, Jesus. For your sovereign protection. He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Stay close under the shadow of the Almighty. Hmm. The second scripture I want to bring out about this hedging is we see God's secretive prevention of hedges to the people of God. Now, I want to go to Luke chapter 22. That's the that's, that's chapter you need to turn to, and right around verse 21, uh, that they, they had, listen, Jesus and disciples, the Feast of Tabernacles, the, the, uh, they, they had the Passover, uh, they had the communion, and then... Jesus began to speak contextually in conjunction with Peter's denial of him. Please don't miss this. Jesus knew what Peter was going to do. And Jesus, pay attention to the grammatics, the historicity, the literal interpretation of the word. Jesus says, Simon, Simon. Now, Jesus is the one that named him Peter. His name was Simon. The word Simon denotes weakness and wounded. You and I are weak and wounded. I know we don't like to think in those terms, but we are. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan have desired to have you. Now, now the word you is a Greek, in the Greek is a pronoun of plurality. He was really talking to all disciples. Satan wants all of you. But I have prayed for you. Intercessory prayer. 
We'll get into that some other time. Because in John 17, he prays for himself that he would have a return of his glory. But then he prayed for his disciples. But I have prayed for you. Now listen to this. That your faith fail not. Satan wants to reduce you as power. Powder. He wants, he wants to have you that he may sift you as wheat. You know what a sifter is. It just breaks down particles. But I have prayed for you in our weakness, with our wounds, with our sense of weariness. Satan comes to Jesus and asks permission to go after Peter. In every listing of the disciples, Peter's name is first because he's considered the top disciple. Simon, Simon, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Mm. He came for permission to attack Job. He's coming for permission to attack Peter. And trust me, he's been to the throne room to attack you. Mm. And, And it's interesting that the ones that Satan wants to attack are the ones that's going to cause the most hindrances to his kingdom. My God. That That is, child of God, when we begin to look at uh, Luke 22, he, he is coming to, and we've been here before, to Peter about his faith. Peter, your faith in me ought to help you overcome your overconfidence, your pride. Your faith in me ought to protect you, promote you, and prevent you from falling prey to Satan's schemes. <clears throat> that is, let me let me let me let me slow up because this encounter is so actual in all of our lives. God prevented Israel from being drowned in the Red Sea. Didn't he do it? He waited till they crossed their wagons on dry land. He dried up the Red Sea and let them go across on dry land. Now, if that's a miracle. If that's not a miracle, I don't know what is. Then when Pharaoh attempted to chase him, he allowed their wheels to get stuck. He allowed the Red Sea to, amen, recompose itself and drown them. God prevented uh, Daniel from being consumed by a hungry lion. He gave the lion lockjaw. They threw Daniel in a lion's den and lion looked at Daniel in a puzzling way and couldn't attack him. Why? Because God had hedged him in. When God puts a hedge around you, no weapon, nothing can harm you without his permission. 
Do I have a witness? A child of God, that same preventive hedge was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God would not allow the fires to consume them. They were in the fire. Some of us have been in fire. Not being thrown to the fire. We've been in the fire. And the fire didn't hurt us. Thank you, Jesus. The fire didn't consume us. The fire, amen, could not harm us. What a God. He's good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good, intrinsically good. His mercy endureth forever. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. He protects, he prevents. Let me, let me give a chapter, small chapter of my life of God's prevention. He did, he prevented me from getting on things that would have harmed me. He prevented me from hanging around with people that would have dissolved me. He prevented me from living recklessly in a hellbound world. His preventions. Thank God for his preventions. Peter, Satan have desired to sift you as we, but ah, here's a guard, here's a goodness. I have prayed for you. Uh, Jesus, thank you for praying for me. Thank you for giving me strength in ministry, strength in my marriage, strength with my kids, strength in my heart, strength of mine. I have prayed for you that your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith, not you going to church, your faith, not you serving the ministry, your faith, fail not. And when you wake up, when you are converted, feed my sheep. Everything God brings us through, everything that he brings us through is not for us, it's for somebody else. Confess your faults one to another, pray for one another. It's for somebody else. Everything that God has snatched you out of, everything that God has brought you through, everything that God has blessed you with, it's not for you. It's not your personal testimony. It's God's testimony. Let me tell you how good God was at the lowest point of my life. Let me tell you how good God was when I was about to end it all. Let me tell you how good God was. He prevented me. He prevented stuff. He prevented others. And it was all secretive. The secretive preventions of hedging his people in. Thank you, Jesus. What a hedge. I'm not standing this morning because I'm strong. <laughs> 
I'm not standing this morning because I'm always yielded. I'm not standing this morning because I prayed. I'm not standing this morning because I read his word. I'm standing this morning because somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. And I'm so glad they prayed. Who prayed? Jesus prayed. Grandmama prayed. Mama prayed. Wife prayed, but Jesus prayed. He keeps praying. He keeps interceding. He keeps promoting. He keeps protecting. He keeps providing. He keeps preventing. Mm. When we get the glory, we will be like him, Jesus. We will learn how many times God snatched us out of trouble Ah, with our ends facing us God snatched us at the 11th hour God prevented all hurt, harm and danger for coming our way God controlled amen our lives Mm. he hedged us in He fenced us in. He created boundaries. God's hedges against hell. Ah. And my final point is we see God's superior hedge of power. Thank you, Jesus. In the lives of his people. I, I talked about God's goodness. I talked about God's guard. But this is God's grace. Man, we are living on God's grace. Love we don't deserve. Hallelujah. Well, what are you saying, preacher? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Amen. That in, in Acts chapter 16, and, and, and I want you to bear witness to the text. Stop pulling the story up in your mind and only pulling up certain parts. Look, look at the real story. Paul and Silas are going on their way to a destination and they are met at night by a man in a vision who said, Paul, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now, 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 I, I don't know what persuasive tool God used in your life. But he, he, he said, come on over and help us. And they, 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 they went with the man. Now listen, look at the guidance factor. Look at the guard, the goodness, the grace, but the guidance. God led them into and to the brink of turmoil. Mm. As they went into a place called Philippi, they started preaching in the name of Jesus. And of course, a girl of divination, uh, Leviticus 18, Leviticus 20, divination is the occult, speaking forth the future. And she said, these are men of God. That were, it was true. And let me stop pausing the park. When Satan wants to preach, he uses part truth. 
and part lie, which makes it all a lie. These men are of God. And because they delivered this young girl from divination, they pulled the demon out of her in the name of Jesus. Uh, Her, listen, the men that were making money on her suddenly lost their enterprise. So they went and reported them to the authorities and they were thrown in jail. Oh, they were thrown in jail. Weren't they thrown in jail? They were thrown in a prison. Locked up in stocks. Rats running around. Coal. A coal cell. A damp cell. And they decided, Lord have mercy, to sing God's praises. You better learn how to sing God's praises in the midst of your problems. I dare you to sing his praises. I dare you to praise his name. I dare you to exalt the name of Jesus. I dare you to sing when all hell's breaking out. And the Bible says, as they sang his praises, God didn't come at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, but at midnight, God shook the jail. The chains were loosened. Do I have a witness? The guard who would have lost his life for letting them escape. Uh, Paul looked at the guard and said, we're all here. And he said, what must I do to be saved? Jesus said, Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou in thy house, if they do the same thing, shall be saved. Believe that he's the Messiah King. Believe that he's the Alpha and the Omega. Believe that he's the beginning and ending. Believe that he can save you. Lord, have mercy. This is not protection, prevention. This is preemption. Preemption is when something is on its way. Preemption is when something is going on. Preemption is when something has already been communicated and all of a sudden the message is cut. God cut by preemption. Now let me stop Paul's apart and bring this into the realm of practicality. There were things in my life, filth, pollution. There were bad thoughts, Yeah, bad faith, bad focus, bad fortitude. And God came along and not only protected and prevented, he preempted the powers of Satan in my life. He stopped them. He cut it short. He wouldn't let it foster. Do I have a witness? Uh, That is, God has hedges against hell for his covenantal People, Uh, I'm sure this morning you can do a rerun and go back and identify God's goodness, God's God, God's grace, God's guidance, God's glory permeating your life. I'm sure you can see one thing that's problematic. And 
you can see another thing that's promotional. God allowed the cross in order for the world to know, hallelujah, that God had given an antidote for man's sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that through Lord have mercy we could be saved. I'm so glad that God saved me. I'm so glad. And I've got a ministry of reconciliation. It's my ministry to tell others about Jesus. It's my ministry to tell others about Christ. It's not my ministry to, to, to talk about civil rights. It's not my uh, ministry to talk about, amen, elections. It's my ministry to tell a dark, dying, dead world that's going to hell that Jesus saved. He can save from the guttermost. He can save to the uttermost. Do I have a witness? I'm so glad this morning that the Lord is my light and he is my salvation. I'm so glad this morning that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm so glad this morning that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord, amen, will raise up a standard against him. Do I have a witness? Uh, I, I'm so glad that he's given me a peace, a perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. I'm so glad that we know that all things are working together for the good for them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. I'm so glad that we understand that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Can I get a witness? What shall separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus? And the answer is nothing. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. His sovereign protection of hedging us in. His secretive prevention from hedging us in. Ah, and his supernatural powers of hedging us in. I am who I am. It's that grace that I must preach. It's that grace that I must convince others. It's that promotion, prevention, preemption that God places in my life. That if it had not been for the Lord, I'd be in hell this morning. He's protected. He's prevented. He's preempted. Attacks against me. What a mighty God we serve. I want to dwell in the secret place of the Most High for sovereign protection. 
I need Jesus praying for me so Satan does not sift me as wheat. And I need to praise him in the midst of my problems, knowing that he's going to shake my cell and loose my chains. And I'm thankful for all that he's done. Now, and I want you to receive Jesus Christ into your hearts, believing he died for your sins. He's the son of God, God the son. He died on Calvary's cross for all your sins, past, present, and future. If you just ask him in, Lord, come into my life and save me, he will save you. They that call upon the Lord shall be saved. He died on Friday. He rose on Sunday morning with all power in his hands. God bless you. Have a great day. And be reminded of the sovereign protection, the secretive prevention, and the supernatural, hallelujah, power of almighty God bless you. We love you. Have a great day. Hi, now that you heard this dynamic sermon, I want you to take it to heart that our God is a God of, listen, protection, preemption, and power. Remember those three Ps. He has already protected you. He has already prevented stuff from happening to you. And by his power, he has already graced you to be victorious. Fear not and know that he is God. God's hedge against Satan's hell. We love you. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. And we are so excited to celebrate him this month. And we're so thankful for his transparency. He's a great preacher and he's a great preacher. He's a strong leader. Pastor cares about this congregation. He sacrifices so much for the church and his family. He's passionate about biblical accuracy. He works hard every single day. Send in your love offerings and your words of encouragement either online or by mail. Let's bless the Lord by showing Pastor Gordon that his hard work for the Lord has added value to our lives.
holding on to faith you know best nothing can catch you by surprise you got this figured out you're watching us now and when it looks as if we can't win you wrap us in your arms and tap in everything we need you supply you got this in control and now we know that you made a way when our backs were against the wall as if it was over, you made a way, and we're standing here only because you Stay.